Yes. Another bloody gaming podcast. Number 9. Since Spaces. G'day invaders and welcome to Since Spaces and this is, yes, another bloody gaming podcast, number nine. We're almost up to ten, but this is number nine and I am joined by three other awesome YouTubers. We've got Ben from Grumpy Retro Gamers. Howdy. <laughs> There's a delay. It's like via satellite. Um, and we've <laughs> yeah. also got... Wacko Jacko from Wacko Jacko Gaming. You've dropped the gaming though, aren't you? You're just now Wacko. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I'm probably doing a bit more competitive career sort of thing, but I do sway away from Splatoon a lot and play other games with friends. So I haven't. No- keep- I haven't noticed. It's just Splatoon Central on your <laughs> channel lately. Yeah, I can explain later. <laughs> and we've also got Sorax Space here online as well. Hello, good to be here. Thanks. <laughs> And uh, yeah, well, we've only got one newbie here, which is uh, Sorex Space. So we go through the uh, three questions, the standard questions, your first gaming console and the first game on it. So unsurprisingly, my first gaming console was the Mega Drive, but not the original Mega Drive. It was the Mega Drive version 2, which I'm sure your viewers yep. already know what that looks like, but I've got it here to showcase it, save you an editing job. There it is, if you can see that. Sega represent. <laughs> yeah. So that's my first console. I didn't buy it, it was given to me. And my first game is a bit hard to tell. My memory's a bit fuzzy, but um, I was given sort of a bundle of games with um, by my cousin and with the console. And one of those games was Sonic 1, and I'm pretty sure I had Sonic 2 as well at the same time. Okay. But if I'm as OCD as I am now, I probably would have played the first one first. So I'm guessing my first game was Sonic 1 that I ever played. Okay, and that just makes me feel intensely old. Um, <laughs> and um, what are you current pl- currently playing at the moment? Um, so I got a Switch. I was a bit late to the party with the Switch, but I'm currently playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey, which I think is um, quite good. Um, the good levels are good, and then the, I think there's what a lot of what I would call filler. Yeah. So a lot of levels which are just sort of padding, which just sort of makes the game a bit longer. But I think the good levels are good. I think. Um, I'm also playing. Sorry, go on. I was going to say I think the padding level that comes to mind is the desert level. It's just empty space, and yep. Yep. yeah, and and that for me, when I saw that was the very first level, I think that they revealed, and I was just think I was thinking how disappointing it looked, but uh, the rest of the game does make up for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one on the street, you know, which is like based on, I think it's New York, is it? Yeah, New Donk City. City. New Donk, yeah. It's great, but um, I'm currently on a level where it's just like pink or purple water, and you just go for it, and it's just like lots of yellow land. (laughs) I I don't know what it's called, but that's what I'm currently on. Nintendo Nintendo do a lot of that in uh, the Mario games, and people don't comment on it. Uh, I'm not bagging out the game, but I'm just saying that it's not the perfect masterpiece that it perhaps could have been um but you know yeah, that's it, what I, when I, was, I was playing it is good though uh, yeah. but i'm also playing uh, resident evil 4 the remaster on ps4 which is pretty good it's one of my favorite games uh, resident evil 4 and also uh, cuphead on steam because I'm not a big steam uh, cuphead because he doesn't value his life <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's be difficult every single level is really difficult but it's fun difficult it's one of those yeah. games that's challenging Super Girls and Ghosts is the game that comes to mind in that category for me. <laughs> it's just like, it's insanely hard, but you keep doing it because you're just itching to get through to the next level every time. 
I'd rather that than too easy. You just sort of go through uh, a game sleepwalking. You know? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to ask your favourite game of all time. I'm gonna be really annoying. I've got a top ten because I can't. I've, I've got, I'm not gonna dodge the question. <laughs> no, no. I've got. A, I've got a, a favourite, but it's so hard to choose one. So just to, cause, because my favourite is Sonic the Hedgehog two on the Mega Drive. Yeah. That is what really got me into the gaming, and that's why I love gaming. It just so many great memories from that game. Fantastic soundtrack, so many great levels. So that will be my my first top. But there's so many others, it's so hard to choose. So I'm very sorry. And if you're going to edit in all of the titles, I'm very sorry. You don't have to do it. <laughs> I will. There's a graphic for everyone coming up. Here we go. Bring it on. I'm top 50. <laughs> <laughs> so one, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Two, Final Fantasy 7. Three, Resident Evil 4. Next, Fallout 3. Uh, Final Fantasy 10. Pokemon Emerald on the Game Boy Advance. GTA San Andreas, uh, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Tony Hawk's Underground, and Digimon World. And out of all of them, I haven't played the last three that you mentioned. So I'll, that's homework for me, I think, now. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite 3, I think, if you've got PlayStation Plus. I don't know if it still is. It was. Oh, right. So, it, okay. I'll have to look it up and uh, get that, because... If someone mentions a top game of all time, I feel like I have to have at least played it or looked at it. So, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't bother with Tony Hawk's Underground. It's just one of the nostalgia things, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a difference between favourite and best games. Yeah. But I've got favourite, not necessarily the best. So, that's my take on it. Okie dokie. Uh, and Ben, what are you currently playing? Because I know we don't ask the free questions, but I think it's good to check in on what you're playing. Uh, at the moment, I've just got uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I haven't actually started it yet. Um, I intended to start it over the last weekend, um, but um, I was a bit apprehensive um, based on some of the things that Sorex just said and some of the filler levels that I've heard about, but I just need to just dive into it and just start it. Um, I've also um, invested in the, the Nintendo Labo, which has caused a bit of <laughs> a bit of a few shout out emotions, to Carbonites Gaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's good cardboard, man. It's, um, good cardboard. Yeah, um, but quality I cardboard. Mainly bought it to play with my, with my son, and it, it is great fun. It is. It's so good. It's really good. I just, you just need to try it, in my opinion. I get, I get the haters. I get what they're trying to say. I don't agree with it, but that I, I get and understand their point. Um, I, and I understand though that the games are kind of watered down there. They are very dilute versions of what you would expect from a game. Um, but you, you can't help but feel that Nintendo are at least trying. No one can accuse them of just being lazily putting out any rubbish. Um, and they're also tapping into their huge, what is it, they're a hundred and odd years old now. They're tapping into their past here with this. This is not the first time they've done this. Game um, cards. Game cards. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. More specifically, if you watch Slope's Gaming Room, he did a video which brought to your attention the time that Nintendo did Lobo back in the 60s or 50s. They they have done this. So yeah. I think wasn't that like an origami sort of thing? Yes. 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 And yes, and and, right. and this is uh, when you go to Japan, you'll see. Uh, You'll see this being sold. Uh, they will do little shop stands, and you put together, uh, puts a little like a 3D panorama. 
they're awesome and this is exactly what they're tapping into with the labo they've uh, with the house one in particular that's the one that yeah. makes me feel that that's what they're kind of tapping into i don't it's not something i would buy uh, labo is not for me and it's not for everyone but I do stand on the side there and go, yeah, well done, you, you did well. <laughs> That's the point as, as gamers, we're looking at as um, objectively as gamers, where, you know, if I hear the phrase Nintendo as a toy company, once more I think I'll scream, but toy <laughs> company, <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep saying. And uh, I think yeah. it is market, so we're sort of looking at it, we can't really judge it. I think that one of the problems with it is the price point. And, and you've got to remember, you've got to have a Switch as well. So that's like 250 yeah. quid here, and then you've got to fork out another 70 quid for the fishing rod and the robot pack and the, the piano. So when I initially saw it, I thought, are they serious? This is just cardboard. Um, <laughs> and I did think, you know, I'm not, the, the software doesn't look impressive to me. Mm. And especially the piano, when I saw it, I thought it was a joke. There's like a grandpa that goes, when you press a button. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I seen that. Know, <laughs> it's not just any, if you want that, save yourself 70 quid and stamp on your granddad's toe or something. <laughs> Oh. Just a guy going, uh, 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 <laughs> but higher and higher. But the way it works in that uh, the sensors, the IR sensors actually detect when, and you've got the little reflective tags that go on it to send the message back. That to me makes me sit there and go, how did they come up with that? So, you know, there's that aspect of it. Plus, there's also, uh, in it's like an enduro racer where you can point the camera, which is the IR camera, at your hand and then it produces a level oh, based yeah. on your hand. That's that so pretty trippy that, that's like there's no way i would have thought of that <laughs> definitely when i saw the robots i just thought this is like the worst episode of robot wars i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and i would sit down and watch that <laughs> but it uses the rumble feature doesn't it? i was just thinking that must be really yeah. draining on your battery of your joy cons i don't know how long that will last but it's just constant rumble isn't it i i, yeah, I just i just can't wait for the um youtube well, you get those games anyway the which one sorry yeah. You get, you get the rumble feature in most games anyway. So yeah, correct, yeah. The one day. <laughs> a robot fighting while catching fish. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that video of someone attaching a, a bread knife to the top of the robot one. That was so cool, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wrong. And uh, Waco Jacko, what are you currently playing at the moment? Well, besides Platoon 2, I actually have, there's a really nice indie game, I think you guys are aware of it, called Golf Story. Now that is a, it's a little role-playing game, not just about golf, but it is... Oh, yes, yes, I've got this on the, yes. uh, um, yeah. Yeah, back, back in 1995, there was a game called Sensible Golf on the Windows 95, and this is almost a spitting image towards what Golf Story is, except obviously with the added story mode. It's actually a really cute game. Sensible um, software, rest in yes, peace. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, <laughs> forever remember. Um, and other than that, I've also been playing a little bit of uh, Smash Bros on the Wii U because I'm getting back into that game. That is so much fun. Smash Bros, obviously, put on the shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get triggered with the Bros thing. <laughs> Just, I'm over it. Yeah, you're over it, I know. I'm over it too. Why <laughs> don't anyone say to me, I don't, haven't heard anyone say to me play, like, do you play Smash, games, uh, Smash uh, Brothers? Like, no one says Brothers anymore. 
it's just bros, it's just abbreviated. And I'm super hyped for the new Smash Bros, so... Yeah. Well, funnily yeah. enough, that shirt now you're, you're coming across really fuzzy. The the uh, the resolution's not that great. There yeah. is actually, but now ha- hold on, there is actually no full stop at the end of bros. Yeah, well, on that yeah. shirt, <laughs> so it is okay. bros. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, this shirt's literally yeah, it's, it's a counterfeit shirt, isn't it? <laughs> it's a knockoff. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Facebook every now and then has these random ads saying like, oh, are you a Smash fan? Get this cheap merch for like $12. So I'm like, oh, okay. So $12 later, this game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Smash right. Bros. I've been playing and Golf Story. So speaking, well. speaking of getting duped, good segue into our first yes. question. With um, downloads uh, being offered DLC on games these days, you expect bang for your buck you when you see a download uh, like for me the, the most classic download is map packs for Halo that to me you know you're going to get something tangible well, in a gaming sense and you know you're going to be uh, at least setting yourself up to uh, play that game quite often and use those download packs but has there ever been a time when you bought maybe a DLC or gaming item and you just felt bloody ripped off uh, for example uh, the armor pack for Skyrim for the horse, <laughs> which was just like totally useless. It had no effect on the game whatsoever. It just made your horsey look pretty. So, <laughs> so does anyone think of any examples of just total rip-offs? Um, I can think of one straight off my head, yeah. um, and the reason why I never played it was the new Star Wars Battlefront. Like, yes. everything wrong with that game. That was the biggest dupe of the century. Um, it is, uh, what were they thinking? Like, pay $99 plus another $99 and you get extra characters. It's like, no, just no, why? Stop stealing our money. Because like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 originally on the PS2 was like, such a fun game. Like, the original Battlefront. And then yeah. going to the newer Battlefront version, it's just sh- Sorry, I'm swearing, but it deserves <laughs> the X word. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that my, sh- that's my game. It's another fan. <laughs> okay. Anyone else got any examples? Yeah. Uh, also, um, on the cons- on the idea of DLC, there's um, certain DLC that's actually on the disc already. Um, so one example is Resident Evil Five. Um, yeah, they're called DLC disc locked content. I call it. That's not downloadable at all. What you're actually downloading is the key to unlock it. Yeah. So it's yeah. already on. So uh, Resident Evil Five did it in reverses mode. And the download, I think, was 350 KB or something like that. So wow. not 350, not even 350 MB, 350 KB. That was your download for the versus mode. And you just unlocked like um, you sort of buy a key to unlock what's already on your disc. And that, that so KB, that 350 odd KB, was just uh, an unlock said this bastard has bought this product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Capcom did it with certain um, fighting games. Well, certain yeah, fighters yeah, and they got the uh, well-deserved rap for that. Wow, these yeah. these games keep getting brought up in these topics. <laughs> and the other one was that Tony Hawk skateboard game, um, just recently, the last one, where oh, the game number five. Well, it was the other way around. The the disc itself was just the password, and you had to actually download the whole freaking game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They, re- they released a massive patch for that, didn't they? Like about a day after, they had to release a massive patch, and it was like twice the size of original of the game. Yeah. So. Oh, um... Uh, speaking of Smash Bros, that that was I felt duped with that on on the Wii U. 
you have to pay for the characters that you already played with on the Wii. Uh, okay, okay. Let me interject here. Come on. Uh, let me just tell you something. Bayonetta is not worth it, man. She is trash. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Lucas. He was already on the game before. We have to pay yeah, to play true. with him and get three or four No, pounds. get that Bayonetta away from me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to a few smash. well intrigued. Sorry, I was going to say, yeah, but well and truly duped with that one. It was just reminded me. Yeah. Where you had to buy characters that you'd already played with in the previous version. Yeah. Well, my, my understanding is that with the new Switch, um, Super Mario, uh, sorry, Super Smash Brothers, uh, all the past DLC content is actually rumoured yeah. to be part of the game when you it's open cool. it up. There's some theories where people think it's going to be like Super Mario Kart Deluxe, uh, Super Mario Kart Deluxe, where they're just going to include all the characters and levels for free. Mm, yeah. Um, but there's some of us Smash people that hope it's just going to be a brand new game. Like, so many people are going to be disappointed if it's just going to be a reskinned, uh, just to uh, upgrade one version. It's, I don't know. I I'm think, hoping for a new game, but I don't know. It's it's very iffy. I think it will be, I think it will be a new game because yeah, they would have just revealed all of the footage for it if it was just... Yeah. The same rehash again, but they, and did, the, they did a teaser. And the slight thing to take out from that teaser, if you notice, was the Breath of the Wild Link and not the old yeah. Link. So yes. I think it will be a new game. And I, I, I got a feeling that it, it's it's going to use the same engine. They, there's no way yeah. that they can go start from scratch coming up with the engine uh, just for what is essentially a port. But yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I know I say port. I don't mean that in the true sense okay. of the word. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be its own product, Game. Yeah. Yeah. and it will be a different experience, which I think is the more important thing here than just worrying about, oh, they're using the same engine, well, yeah. no, I don't want this. And people just like to find... Don't want to turn into another FIFA, where they just keep... Oh, FIFA, <laughs> yeah. Smash Bros, if they release Smash Bros every year and it's just new characters, then you're in trouble. Yeah. I thought it was funny when FIFA released the, uh, the emotions uh, aspect of the game where players were feeling sad or unhappy about certain things happening in the game. I thought, what the hell, they're turning into Sims. Sad, sad, feeling sad on £100,000 a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to live? Only video games. It's a tough life, isn't it? Struggle. Yeah. Yeah, I've always figured with those FIFA games, they should be more sim-like and role-play. Like, uh, you get into scandals, you know, your newspaper headline comes up that you've been caught cheating on the missus. Or you got into a fight, got into a fight down at the local on the weekend and arrested. They should sim that totally into it. They made a story mode for one of the, I think it was the last one, FIFA 18. They made a story mode. Yeah, that's what I mean. But but the story mode for me would be more, um, you know, sort of controversial. Controversial. Yeah, yeah. The scandals. That's more of a. That's more of a uh, interesting size. Real life. That is real life, right there. I mean, FIFA's already selling by the bucket loads now. But imagine if they add that in. All these all these people that hate on FIFA would be like, oh, I think we've got something here. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so there's that. Oh, sorry, my battery was just going dead. I didn't realise that the laptop had disconnected. I almost um, so ran out on battery good. midway through. God. Wow. Um, it's add to the Duke uh, thing, which yeah. I didn't personally buy this game. And uh, it's a concept of pre-ordering and reviews being held back until like the day before uh, games come out. So there's a classic example of Aliens uh, Colonial Marines. And um, there was a demo of it, and uh, there were levels in it that weren't actually released uh, in the, on the actual game. 
and they held the review. Well, I don't know if they held the reviews back, but apparently the reviews were held back until very close to the release date, and the reviews were obviously very poor, so they obviously didn't want them to come out, and people were very disappointed with the game. Um, so it's a concept of pre-ordering and giving false promises uh, beforehand, and sort of giving the carrot of, oh, here's a free um, new gun if you pre-order it, or a new skin, and that's your bonus for pre-ordering. Um, so there was a big scandal about this alien, yeah, aliens colonial. Yeah. Do, do you think though that we went through a rough patch with all this sort of nonsense and crap with um, gamer, uh, gaming companies trying to yeah. rip off uh, I think gamers? EA... But but I think well EA being the only ones that haven't yeah. seemed to have learnt, but maybe Disney will give them you know the thump that they need <laughs> um, after their uh, shares dropped. Um, so do, yeah, do you, what I was going to say is, do you think that the gaming companies are starting to catch on to the fact that uh, us as gamers, we're not idiots. We we know when we're getting ripped off. Like, I, I think EA, as soon as they released Star Wars and what they did with Star Wars, I think the whole world took notice of like this is not how you handle a game and how you should be releasing it. Um, it's because it did make the everyone just paid the crap out of EA for this mistake of having everyone to spend all the money to unlock all these things and. I don't know. It just seemed like a wrong thing to do. Like that was all about the money and not too much about the love and care for players and what players want. So there's a way of where the game makers have gone away from thinking of what they for the heart, but for their head and more the money. So it's and I I, I totally get Star Wars yeah, yeah. Uh, IP is as expensive as all heck. Mm. So EA have got to get some sort of return on it. But if you can make that return by just making a bloody awesome game, like uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, how hard is it? And and if you want DLC to be uh, something that's uh, a product that you put out there, just make new story modes or something like yeah. that, that that make you want to invest back into that game. So half the investment is coming up with the engine and all the rest of it. But once you've got the product out there, tapping on extra content later shouldn't be too much of an issue compared to creating the whole game from scratch. So... I don't know. There's never enough. They're always looking for more ways to make exactly. more and more money. I'm really glad with the fallout of what happened with Star Wars uh, Battlefront 2. I think uh, social media and the memes and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff really helped to bring it down. And it was only that people, it was only with this really bad reputation that they started to get that they took it off. This concept of um, buying to win online, that what they tried, well, I think they tried to do is make you feel like you have to buy these. Uh, new items to even catch up with people online otherwise it's not going to be a fun experience yeah, fear and, of, fe- and there's also the game. fear of missing out factor yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. I mean, if it's just purely aesthetical like skins and that fine you sell them you know, it's a free market if people want to buy them they'll buy them but when it starts interfering with the gameplay and the, the, how fun it's going to be and how competitive it is then you've, you've got a problem I'm really glad that there's such a huge backlash and that they had to um, adjust that and who would have thought that the company that's holding back on Aladdin ever being released again in any sort of, like, those, the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo versions of Aladdin will never be unlocked, uh, it seems. But who would have thought that a company that are doing stuff like that, we would be sitting there going, yay, thank you, you know, to, yeah, exactly. to give EA the slap. But they're only doing it because it's affecting their bottom line, so... Yeah, it, the true heroes here are the people that are creating those memes and the people that are getting online at like Angry Joe and, and just getting stuck into... Like, Angry Joe has done so much for that story too. That, that's been a big part of it. Um, that review that he did on and he just got stuck into EA uh, really did bring it to a lot of gamers' attention. And th- these are gamers that probably weren't even interested in buying it, but they're at least looking at that uh, video and going, wow, that's pretty messed up. Uh, EA, what are you doing? <laughs> so... Yeah. 
Anyway, well, I think we should move on to the next topic. We have got, um, yeah, mobile gaming. It's becoming a thing. Yay. <laughs> so, mobile games, like if you go on the train, you, you're on, to, on your way to work and back. Uh, it, it's very rare now to see a, a DS being brought out or a Switch, I think. It, it, you see it, but you're more likely to, if you walk into a room full of bored uh, five to ten year olds, they're going to be on a mobile phone, not on a Nintendo DS or something. So I'm, I'm a little concerned. Are we losing out to mobile phones? Because I do see them as an opposition. I'm not a fan of mobile gaming, mobile phone gaming. What are you, your take on? Uh, I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. The only game I have on my phone is Pokemon Go, and that's it. Um, I know Fortnite, PUBG are on mobile, but I don't see. I don't see. The only one that still plays Pokemon Go. I still play Pokemon Go. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, sorry if you, you joke about that, but um, that game is still raking in hundreds of thousands of dollars. It is crazy. Yeah. People are buying yeah. so much coins so they can get more items. <laughs> more Pokemon storage, more passes to do gyms, it is ridiculously raking in money. And the fact that because um, Niantic are still doing events so every weekend there'll be a park event where people go to and there's a chance to catch a shiny Pokemon of some type. Ooh. Yeah, no, <laughs> so people still play it and it's a good way to get out, go out and walk and stuff because I'm a fat prick so I need to lose weight so it's good to go out walking. Fat <laughs> prick, huh? But um still yeah. a big community thing in, in my area. Um yeah. there's actually a Discord group that arranges meetups at, at gyms to catch the legendary Pokemon all together. Yeah. So they got a bigger chance of actually catching the stronger ones. That sounds like and a even ra- that sounds like a raid almost. It is a raid basically. A raid story, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so people have met actually met new people, have made friends and there's a whole community thing going on with um, especially Pokemon Go. I don't know about other mobile games, but if it brings people together and you make new friends and things, I think really a massive problem. Well, how dare they? How dare they make yeah. something that people actually communicate and interact <laughs> yeah. and talk to each other? It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing with mobile gaming, it's become more social media type. Because like, like there's yeah. games where it's based on real time and the strategy t- turns sort of thing. And like you say, haha, I just took your, I just did a turn and I took your castle or whatever it is. It's, there's a lot of social media in the game still, so there's, I don't know, it's kind of, it's weird, it's a weird way that mobile games are trying to go. So, sort of real world gaming strength. Yeah, exactly. Real world gaming. Yeah, Ben, oh. I, I, I was actually really con- uh, curious to see your take on it, because you did put out that video where you're making fun of people who are bagging out um, Pokemon Go, um, but I noticed you kind of turned, a, turned off uh, Pokemon Go in the last... Yeah. You've gone off it yourself. I, 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 I'm often and on, often on all the time with Pokemon Go. My, a couple of friends of mine are absolutely obsessed. They, it's round the clock Pokemon Go, and I'm not. I can't invest all of my time in it. I just can't He's do it. it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what it's showing. It's got. I don't know what that was. It's nice. That's, that's the that's the title screen. All oh, right. Well, you can see I play it often. Um, <laughs> my wife, my wife plays it. She only plays Animal Crossing. Oh yeah. On the 3DS, and that's popular. Oh yeah. And she pl- no 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 not not the mobile. mobile phone version no. And she also plays uh, Pokemon Go. That's it. And <laughs> I bought I got a strategy guide for her for that um, to help out. All this stuff in the back here, she couldn't give a. Sh- 
She really does not care <laughs> about any of this. Oh, except maybe the amiibo. She says, oh, that's nice. That, that's about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Animal Crossing on the, on the mobile phone is actually quite popular with some of the people that I play Splatoon with. And like, it's their go-to thing when they want to get away from Splatoon. They go on the Animal Crossing game on the mobile. So, oh, I thought you were going to say Call of Duty people, you know. That, that <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> Ew, that game's for grown-ups. Ew, yeah. No. Um, uh, yeah, so Nintendo actually themselves are bringing out Mario Kart from a mobile gaming, so that'll be very interesting. Oh, no idea how that's going to work. Me neither. <laughs> no, I, got I think no it's going to be based on Mario Kart 8, but this is going to be toned down a bit, I think, because that's the only way it's going to work. There's already Mario Kart on DS, isn't it? So it'll probably be just yeah. pretty much like that. Are, it's going to be either Mario Kart DS or one on the Wii. Yeah, it's going to be. But they, what, when they're saying it's going to, it's going to be like Pokemon Go, where it's an, a real-world game. I don't know how that's going to work, Mario Kart. Yeah, I, well, I haven't heard too much about it, but that could be something. That would be pretty cool. Though. <laughs> I have got on my phone um, one game, and it's Pocket Camp, which is the Animal Crossing. Yeah. I don't touch it. I just. <laughs> I haven't got time, and I don't want to waste my bone battery on games. Yep. Uh, that's why I bring my Switch or Vita or DS or whatever, Game & Watch. I want to see someone on the train one day with a Donkey Kong. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I don't touch the... Um, the oh, God, I thought I put that on mute. <laughs> I woke it up, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't touch the mobile phone for gaming. It's For me, it's a... It's for social media, more important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's mainly the convenience of it, which is why you see it so often on trains. I've seen a few um, switches on, on trains. I think where you know people think it's, it's only a, well, a fairly short journey. I'll, I'll bring my phone with me anyway. It's handy to have everything on there. Yeah. And it's just a little time killer on, on journeys. I don't think it will seriously take over gaming. Uh, well, home console gaming. Because I... nothing but you know, playing in front of a big screen and a, yeah. at home surrounding yeah. sound. I, I just can't get. I, I just can't get into my switch on the train because I try, and I kind of get into it. But I'm worried that some idiot's going to bump into me. I'm, I'm. I'm just kind of, kind of don't like being trapped in the game and not yeah. concentrating on what's going on around me. I, yeah. And it's an expensive machine as well. And you know, Sydney's a relatively safe place. There, there are, you know, it, there are headlines every now and again, but for the most part, it, it's a safe place to be. In. But the trains are just—it uh, is an unpredictable environment. You, you don't—I don't feel comfortable being, you know, head down into rowing about, saving or kept getting moons. And then, then, and then a bottle goes over your head in the pro. No, I, I just. If I had a switch, I'd be worrying about what people were thinking about my gameplay and judging me. Every time you read a paper on the train, someone's looking at what you're reading, and it's yeah. just like you've got that anxious feeling like someone's watching what I'm doing. So I would always or, have that one. Or they just look at you. Oh, look at that twat. He just missed a hidden room. <laughs> what, a, what a bloody amateur. <laughs> I've only ever taken my switch on a train two or three times. Times and to be honest, I, I don't feel too unsafe or worried about anyone else. Um, yeah, it's just another way to distract and let the time go past until you get to your destination. I've probably only seen two other people ever use their switches on trains, so mm. it's 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 a rare it's a rare thing for me to see other people use switches on public transport. So. Well, I, I got a trip coming up to China, and I, I'm going to be that dude with the switch on, <laughs> on the on the train. But apparently, that adds misleading because they don't let you use the tabletop. Yeah, if you take the dock off and and play the the is it Joy Cons? Yeah, yep. 
that's can't happen in airplane mode. So it's uh, kind of really? it's kind of misleading. Oh, because how else can the yeah, how else yeah. can the uh, Joy Cons communicate with the Switch? Well, it's weird because I've seen people use um, switches on planes, and they'll be able to use Joy Cons out of their dock. They're not so... supposed to. They're not supposed oh. to be doing that. So okay. anytime you see someone using that, they're risking, in theory, bringing the plane down just so that they can. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> the the mayor... Wasn't that in advertising? Wasn't that in one of the trailers? That's what I. That's what I said. It's misleading because when you. Uh, when you put it into uh, airplane mode, you can't undock the the Joy Cons. You have to hold it. Yeah, so that adds misleading. Yeah, I mean, because they comment comment below if you're watching this if I'm wrong, but I, I'm I'm pretty certain that the last time I tried that, it, it does say um, you can't undock it in in airplane mode, which kind oh, of wow. defeats the purpose of bringing it on a plane. Anyway, <laughs> you can still play it, but you just can't be that guy that has it on the table. Um, all right, we're up to our last question. Well, we got two bonus questions, and, and then we can get these guys to bed because it's like 2 a.m. or something stupid. Yeah. And we did have a hold up getting this set up because of this crap host here. <laughs> um, so we have... Oh, the, oh, I didn't write down the last question. Guys, you're going to have to yeah, help on, me out. I'll on, edit this on. bit out. No, 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 I've got a point. I've got a point. Will uh, soft, uh, uh, downloads ever phase out to um, physical releases? Okay. Sure, I touched this topic once or four. Okay, so it's physical versus uh, digital. Um, <laughs> yeah, who wants okay, to kick off? I don't collect games, but obviously you guys do, and um, I think for you guys, you want the uh, physical to release because it's something to add to your collection. For me, I sort of want it too because it sort of adds a bit of joy that you've actually got the game in your hand and that you can plug it in or play, uh, push it in and play or put it in and play. Um, yeah, I... I wish I had some games still from the old days because they're so cool to keep. But um, downloads would probably still be around forever. I don't think they'll ever be phased out. Um, So, I don't know. Well, mm, there are some games that were on digital that you, even if you bought them and you wiped them out and you want, oh, well, I'll just download it again. Eh, Wrong. You can't do that. No, there are some games like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, is one that's just wiped off. Um, wow. And, you know, I'm not saying that these games are ones that I would buy. They're yeah. just examples. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's all about licensing. Uh, so the Turtles game was just removed uh, unceremoniously. Uh, another uh, example is um, a game that Sega of Australia made, actually. Uh, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, the remastered version. You can't buy it. it. It went up and then it went down two years later. And I, I think that's a Disney thing there. Um, there's a couple of other examples. Uh, Aladdin is another one that you will never see that released digitally anywhere. And that's a, only a physical option. So yes, those games are retro. Um, anyone else can think of any examples? Or not really? Uh, not examples of that, no. But on the um, physical digital thing, I always um, echo the sentiments of what uh, Racco Jacko said, which is I prefer physical games every day of the week. Um, when I buy something, I want to tangibly hold it in my hand, so I bought it, and I like to look at a game collection and hold it in my hand. And I used to like reading the manuals, but they're gone as well. Yeah, it's left with a little leaflet. So they're meant to save the environment. That's why they say not saving costs, save the environment. That's why they don't uh, put your manual in anymore. But they don't care yeah, about the environment enough to not give you a promotional leaflet in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, and, but yeah, uh, yeah, and also. I think, 
Oh, sorry, you sorry, guys. Bro. No, you guys, sorry. sorry. Okay, I was just going to say, I think eventually digital will be the only option you'll have. Just all the major players will do it because it saves so much on costs. Um, but I think however, they'll obviously have a major impact on um, retailers and game stores, so I think they'll be worried about that. The thing I was going to say, you say that because the, uh, the physical costs a bit more, and yet the downloads are still full price compared to a physical copy. Do you think maybe download prices should be a little bit cheap, like a little bit yeah. less? The downloads, downloads are always more expensive on the Switch, uh, in general, yeah. on average. They yeah. actually are. And, but, and, and there's, there's a, there, yeah, there's an argument for that. There's an argument for that that, that, that it's more convenient. That's why people would prefer the digital. Uh, and it costs them less. Costs them less. To yeah. I I can't see why though you can't have both, as the Taco Bell girl. Uh, no, was it the Taco commercial here? Why can't we have both? So when you oh, buy, yeah, yeah. so when yeah, you yeah. buy um, a game, a physical game, you should be given the download code for it as well. So yeah, I've got digital something to put up there on the shelf and i've got the convenience of just being able to fire it up whenever i want without having to go find it on said shelf yeah fair enough that <laughs> would be that's the problem yeah uh and the other thing is i i will buy digital only if it's like a ridiculously cheap sale but yeah but then later when i come across it physically i'm thinking oh i've already got it digital should i buy this <laughs> Constant battle of my life. <laughs> I mean, if there's a nice remake, I see it's only digital, then I will buy it. Like the Final Fantasy VII um, remaster, I know they're remaking it now as well, but um, I, I haven't bought it yet. But I might, I might buy that because it'd be nice to see it in HD and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I fear eventually it will become a subscription service. Yeah, you know, in the next yeah. couple of generations. But we've already seen <laughs> it. <with them. laughs> no deal. No I hate us. Services. I'd rather just buy a game on merit. If I see a game I like, I'll buy that one game and that's it alone. Mm. Um, but um, subscription services like the Xbox Game Pass does it, and you've got the PlayStation Now um, and the PlayStation Plus that you have to buy if you want um, online gaming, and they give you free games that no one really wants uh, with that as well. Uh, the occasional one, but again, you don't want to be forking out money for the occasional game that you want. You just want to buy a game on merit and that's it. That's my view anyway. But I fear that eventually, you know, not maybe, maybe not next generation, maybe a couple of generations down the line, you'll have to subscribe and you'll get given games. That's my feeling. I really don't want that. Right? Yeah, I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, but uh, I did join up on the Xbox uh, Game Pass initially, just out of curiosity to see what that was all about. Um, and I, I opted out uh, two months in because I kind of got the feeling that I was not being fair income about the whole thing i wasn't being um how could you describe it i wasn't being a true gamer i wasn't being a true gamer in, in just subscribing and downloading because the minute you unsubscribe you've got a whole stack of games on your hard drive that you haven't got access to and you got to you got to work out which one's on the pass and which one have i bought and, and i've had to play that game there's no option to filter it you, you, you got to try and start them up one at a time. <laughs> Yuck. Um, well, I think we'll go into quickly the bonus questions and we'll wrap this up. Uh, so we had uh, a tweet go out asking my followers if they had any questions and I had a massive response. Two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, no, I had um, Brian Thomas. He asked, uh, I have one. What was the first... Sorry, what was the worst final boss and level you had trouble beating? 
I think we'll change that to uh, the worst Eva final boss or level slash which one Eva Iva. Uh, anyone got a candidate for that? The tutorial in Cuphead. <laughs> just the tutorial's a bitch in it, is it? Have you seen? Have you seen that? There's a famous video of a game journalist trying the tutorial. In yes. And you can't... Also, you yeah, were being yeah. you were being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I, got it, I, got, I played it, got through it straight straight away. So I don't know what this game journalist is doing. <laughs> I, I did see, another example of Doom I, as well. I did watch that really Let's Play or that Let's Make a Fool of Ourselves. Yeah. Journalist, great. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. But um, a serious uh, answer would be um, in Final Fantasy VII. There's an optional boss uh, called the, I think it's the Emerald Weapon and the Ruby Weapon. Oh I haven't done God. it. Um, I've, heard I've, I've heard about this. And it, if you've even leveled up your characters full, my understanding is you can still die. So if, even if you've <laughs> leveled up your characters, you've completed the game. And you maybe get to level seventy or something, and you grind and grind and grind. You get up to level ninety-nine, and it's Boss can still kill you in one hit, so it seems to be a luck thing. But that would be my answer. I think it would be ruby weapon. I think it's called. Uh, oh, yeah, I've go got ahead. one. Yeah, um, on in Earthworm Jim for the Mega Drive, there's a level called for Pete's sake, um, <laughs> oh, where you have to. Yes. You have, there's a little dog called yes. Pete, and you have to make sure he gets through the level without being harmed. And you want to kick um, his ass yourself by the end. Yeah, and it drove me to tears <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> almost a teenager, and uh, I was crying. It, was, it it really infuriated me until I found out there was a level select sheet. Oh. <laughs> Skip past <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Pete. <laughs> yeah, he can do one uh, 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 for Pete's sake. And you are just, it's, it's, it's not for Pete's sake, you just want to swear. It's like you yeah. want to just want to say. That's why they call it that level. And I did just swear, sorry, Brian. <laughs> uh, Wacko? Okay, I had to think about this for a bit, but Donkey Kong Country uh, uh, number three, I think it is, where you play as Dixie uh. and her cousin, I think it is. And yet the, the final boss is like the weird robot guy, but he ends up being King, King of Cruel. But the bloody field, the, the, the level it, variations, it has these barriers where the ground turns into electricity and there's only two little platforms you can jump onto every now and then and you have to jump from one side to the other using these handlebars using Dixie to jump on Kiyako's head or the robot's head and it took me forever at the time to complete oh, I, I reckon I invented rage rage quitting at that time because <laughs> green oh. But yeah, that would have been my hardest boss. It, 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 I had to think of that because I couldn't think of anything else. Uh, one comes to mind for me. Uh, so I'm a Sega fanboy and never really touched the NES. I, I actually don't. I, I put a tweet out the other day and it enraged quite a few people. I said, it was a That's picture. It was a picture of just my empty hand. And I said, this is my entire oh. NES collection. It has meant the NES has yes. meant a lot to me in my gaming career, in my gaming life. And that pissed a lot of people off. And no, no, no! I showed you my in 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 sixty four collection as well. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I thought uh, Mega Man series collection. I'll have a look at it because this game everyone raves on about it, and I decided I'll download that for the Xbox One and get stuck into it. Mega Man One. What the hell? That is just insanely hard. I now know firsthand what they mean by NES 
hard, difficult, NES hard. That's just insanely difficult, that game. I can't even get through the first level without wanting to throw the controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you just have to do it. It's the only way you can release your anger. It's just, you can't do anything else. <laughs> and uh, we did have another question, and this one was from uh, mate uh, uh, Kaiser Cade. Yeah, Kaiser. Uh, with all these great, re- I can't do his voice. Uh, with, all, <laughs> with, with all these great retro gaming collections that are coming out this year, what company or game series would you like to see released as a collection? So I guess what he's asking there is, what retro collection would you like to see coming out soon? Is the PlayStation One old enough yet? It's retro. It's retro. <laughs> okay. Trust me. That, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I miss the, the original Crash Bandicoot games on PS1, so that'd be cool to play again. Did you... They've done the Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. well, they remastered the trilogy, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. But nothing beats the original, does it? Oh, you mean the original's remastered? Yeah. Re- yeah. Okay. They did that. I thought that's what they did. <laughs> yeah, I but there's... Di- yeah. It's just sort of between enhancing the originals and sort of remaking it. They sort of remake. Yeah, there was one in the middle, I'm pretty sure. Which is what Sorok is saying. Uh, Did any of you guys see that they announced, well, it's leaked, it's still not confirmed, the Neo Geo Mini. Yeah, I saw that. It's a little... (laughs) I thought of you when I saw that, I thought, hmm, I wonder if he's going to be performed for that. (laughs) (laughs) So much so! (laughs) Now, the prices that I've seen being thrown around for this thing nothing official yet but um th- they've mentioned 120 us which translates into a thousand australian um <laughs> it's i don't know it, it, it's okay yeah no i i don't know it, it's they're saying 120 dollars us that's the ballpark price that you're looking at for this thing three inch little monitor barcade i guess you could call it but you have the option of plugging in your own controller or plugging it up to a TV. And it comes with full... It's, it's to celebrate Neo Geo's or SNK's 40th anniversary. And this is, it's got 40 games on it. Oh, right. that's pretty good. It looks freaking awesome. <laughs> um, for me... My, oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Um, it's just popped into my head. It's probably never going to happen, but a Master System Mini. Please, can we do it, Sega? It's not going to happen, though. It's, it would never took off in the US, did it? Or the, um, it never happened. Hang on. Oh, 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 hello. What's he got here? What's he got? What's he got? Can we get a, got? a mini oh. of this, please? <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Was it the, 64, uh, the Commodore 64? They, oh, what the hell was it? You've got one of the original systems. They, they released a, a trailer video for it. I can't remember what it was. Was it the 64? Was it that one? No, no, no. This is an SC3000 from Sega. Oh, okay. This is the very so, first console that uh, Sega made. And no one yeah. no one talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> hey, watch it. <laughs> it's actually... Uh, it was my first console. This is my first gaming. Uh, that's cool. But, um... Nice. The... The one that I'm looking forward to, the Mega Drive Mini. Uh, if AT games don't clown it up. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. There's a new Mega Drive collection on PS4 and Elvis coming out as well. Yeah, it's taken me a year to get through the Xbox 360 one. And <laughs> once I finally get through that, uh, then this thing's going to come out. But I'll only touch on the games that weren't on the previous version, I think. But... I, I can't remember, Brian, if you've already mentioned this in the previous podcast, but that new Atari console, the one that's got the wooden look, have you spoken about that yet? Uh, the Ouya. <laughs> yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it it looks terrible. Like the, the the actual machine itself looks cool. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. Yeah. That there's nothing else. Here. Yeah. I, I, they focused. They spent all their budget on the design of it, and it's just like, okay, so what are you gonna get it to do? Right. <laughs> is, it actually, is it actually coming out that? The, I believe it the is. Atari... They're, okay. they're, they are always showing up at uh, events with just the box and people yeah. look at it. Right. Looks good. What does it do? It. <laughs> well, it looks cool. We don't, we're not sure yet. Cool. We'll cool. announce yeah. it soon. <laughs> it has a cool LED function. Is about it. Its only function is that we put it on a shelf and you pay us and then you take it and then that's it. <laughs> That's the end of it. That's the end of yeah. the negotiation. Okay. Oh, no one else got any more collections? Uh, that Come on, there must be something. I mean, you can't really re-release old handheld systems. Otherwise, you'd bring a, a Game, Game Boy Advanced uh, Mini, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Why not? Does it? Okay, well, nice. there you go. Good. Have that. Game Boy Advanced Mini. Yeah. Yeah. SP, the, the SP Advance, bring that back again. That thing was yeah. awesome. I, that was my first uh, Game Boy Advance. Um, I later bought the Game Boy Advance itself. You can't see the damn thing. You need a floodlight <laughs> down <laughs> before you can fast. even before you can even see it. <laughs> I it? had back on my Game Boy Color. You had a like a US, I don't know if it was the, USB. The worm. <laughs> yeah, a little worm. Yeah. A little worm. Like, that was on your screen. That's how desperate it was in my household. I, I had to explain to someone at my work what that was. They did, just looked at me like, what is that thing sticking down the top? Because I brought it into work as a show and tell. I had to explain why the light was done there. Unbelievable. Or oh, the PSP. PSP. Yeah. Uh, Retro enough, I guess. It is now, I think. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I thought... I thought that's what PSP Vista was all about. But oh, I I think Sony may like they really annoyed everyone with the Vita, I, <laughs> but I I got a feeling that they are looking at the Switch and how success, uh, successful it is, and I I got a feeling that they may look at the Vita and think ah, I think we screwed up with that. I think we need to do this yeah. again properly. Because yeah. I've got one more, just one more quickly. Yeah, uh, Nintendo sixty four mini. I mean, they're, they're not far from. They just had the S in it. They had the yeah. They had the NES, the SNES, and now probably the 64 could be the next one potentially. But I don't know you and your 64 collection. You probably don't really care. Just how many games you can get onto it. The other yeah. games are a lot smaller. Yeah, true. All right. Explain to me as an N64 non-owner why I would, should be excited about that in in just See, well, that's yeah the thing. in, in less than 30 seconds. Go. Um, well, let's take this item. Um, yeah, um, um, <laughs> well, there's a few good games on this 64 back in there. GoldenEye was one of your first shooter games. Which you can get on the Wii. It's true, but that's virtual console. And it didn't age really well. Alright, keep going. <laughs> um, 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 the ability to have the classic old Nintendo 64 controllers. <laughs> Which you need three hands for, yes. Wait, it looks like you do, but you don't! <laughs> it's very simple to use! <laughs> uh, how do you work this? Okay, look, oh. I, I think uh, the I would probably look at it with interest and maybe potentially yeah. pick one up, but yeah. I just don't... It, it, out of that generation, the N64, for me, 
And there's probably people that, you know, that kid that opened it up on Christmas Day. It's Nintendo 64! <laughs> like, I'm sure that guy now, who's like a thousand now, um, I'm, I'm sure he looks back on it and goes, wow, that was the best console ever. Um, it was the worst in that generation for me. Plot, yeah, plot twist, I didn't actually have one. I, I went to a friend's house a lot and played his. So, um, yeah, I enjoy. I loved it so much. Because Mario Kart and Smash Bros. And uh, was the first Mario Party game on 64, I think it was? Yeah, yeah, yes. it was. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, so uh, if I had to buy one local, gamesmen are charging like 250 bucks for no, one. No surprise. I'll be yeah, right. I'll, I'll be right. Um, but go, go to go to go to uh, cash converters. No, bucks. go to Japan. <laughs> go to Japan. You can pick them. I've seen Nintendo 64s in uh, Super Potato of all stores, who are not the cheapest. Super Potato store don't charge. Uh, re- they they don't charge retro prices. <laughs> they, okay. Yeah, they're pretty expensive now. Because um, they've gotten so popular, they're like, oh, we should be raising our prices. Um, but you can pick up a Nintendo 64 in Japan. They put it in their junk pile for 75 bucks or thereabouts, not even. Wow! I need to go to Japan. You that do. So good. You do. That is so good. Um, Alright, well, we'll wrap things up. Uh, grumpy Retro Gamers, what uh, videos have you got coming up? Well, uh, got a couple more music videos. Uh, in store um, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because I know about yeah. this <laughs> not, not sure what they might be but um, <laughs> and also uh, we're going to carry on with the sort of super chat uh, the gaming uh, retro gaming super chat sort of videos because they seem to be more popular now rather than the let's plays for some reason oh. don't know why okay I have to Strange. look into that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and Wacko Jacko Gaming. Uh, golf with friends coming up. Um, yeah, I, that's a lot of fun if you want to rage at each other. It's good. <laughs> There's a hockey mode with golf with friends, which I think you'd be very interested in. Um, especially good mates with Car- Carbonite. Yeah, Carbonite's do that as well. I, I, yeah. I do need to download it. It's not overly expensive, is it? It's, it's like 10 bucks, and it has. Yeah. It's a still work in progress, but they've got custom maps now, which is really cool. So you'll see that in the video probably very soon, actually, yeah. Yeah, it, it just looks so stupid, which it is which stupid. just means that that's an instant buy for me. It's great. <laughs> just three friends and just go crazy at each other. Ah, uh, Sorex, what have you got coming up? Um, my next, if, if for those not familiar, I do sort of uh, funny video uh, game reviews, comedy video game reviews. Um, so my next one, I don't want to reveal the game title, but it'll be on the Master System, I think. I've not done a Master System game yet. So I've done a Mega Drive, PS1, PS2, so the next one I think will be on the Master System. I don't want to reveal which game it is yet. And then after that I'll probably do um, an, another app trap video. So I also take the mic out of There's loads of really bad apps out there and I'll take the mic out of them. So. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> that's cool. So, so anyone that's watching this podcast and you're not familiar with Sorex Spaces uh, videos, uh, you just, just hearing him now is totally different to what you see on the video. It's just... It, it for for me it's like your your channel not to give you a big head or anything but your channel uh, has been the best channel I've found in 2018 so far. I'm just so glad that I found it. I'm just annoyed at YouTube for not suggesting it. Uh, suggesting it earlier. Uh, it is awesome. Uh, YouTube, you you've dropping the ball big time. I, I was just going to say, stop <laughs> suggesting bloody Ellen Generis on my cha- on my list, please. Uh, I don't care. 
She's on TV for a reason, not to be on bloody YouTube. Thank we you. And then we go on TV. They, <sighs> YouTube just put out a video, uh, a tweet, sorry, saying that um, we've got now a, a new range of uh, exclusive uh, YouTube only, you know, exclusive shows or something. Yeah, or whatever it's called. And um, it's full of all Hollywood A-listers and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, you have forgotten why your website became popular to begin with. And it's to get away from the Hollywood scene. It's to get away from the fakeness of that industry and those people. They've got TV. They're right. They don't need... Maybe they should be looking at splitting YouTube up into two. Keeping YouTube real, the YouTube that we all know and love, and maybe set up a new website for these exclusive... Um... You know what it is, though? It's them trying to compete with the likes of Netflix and all that, I think. If you think about it. Because Netflix has got all these TV shows, and you yeah. oh, we should try some of that. Yeah, that. which is why I'm saying they should split yeah. it up into two. Yeah, exactly. So that people that yeah. have come to YouTube for, for just seeing real people uh, who are not overly polished, they're getting better at what they do, yes, but they're not... Uh, they don't have a uh, production crew behind them saying, okay, you got to do, do your tie-up. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, straighten up or anything like that. You know, you know what I mean. Um, but th- we're not professionals at what we do, and that's why people watch us, because we they know that we're going to stuff up. They know we're going to screw up. And they kind of just see that you're being real. That That's yeah. why we do what we do. We're trying to be real. I don't have yeah. a script. I don't even... I should... <laughs> I should actually for this one. Yeah, <laughs> this little rant. I, I should have at least written the questions down. <laughs> Bloody hell! All right. Well, that's been uh, a wrap. Uh, thanks for having. Uh, sorry. Thanks oh, for coming on. I'm, it's, it's your it's, show. Yeah. No. Wow. It's like one a.m. here in my mind. Um, I, I'm just really sorry for you guys having to stay up at this late uh, at night, and I do give appreciate, more, yeah, big effort for waiting half an hour for me to get the damn thing set up too. That was fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, on my channel, I've got a whole stack of stuff coming up, but uh, you, you guys already know all about that. The, so- the Sonic and Sally statue saga that's going on. Oh, um, can't wait for that. IGN are this close to putting that article on their website, I think. I don't know how that's going, but we'll see. Uh, and I was on Katuka, Kentucky. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, and, and, and my views, my views spiked, but no one subscribed because it was embedded on their channel, which I hate. Good job. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. But anyway, I think I'll leave it at that. My name has been Brian, and I've been gaming since Spaceys. Thanks, guys. Gotcha. Since spaces. <laughs>